What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, church family. My name is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Vision's Buchanan Campus. Today, we are in a very exciting passage in Acts, chapter 16, verses 16 through 40, and I'll be reading in the English Standard Version. As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and us, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men are Jews, and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in. And trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. And he was baptized at once, he and all his family. Then he brought them up into his house and set food before them. And he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. But when it was day, the magistrates sent the police saying, let those men go. And the jailer reported these words to Paul saying, the magistrates have sent to let you go. Therefore, come out now and go in peace. But Paul said to them, they have beaten us publicly, uncondemned men who are Roman citizens and have thrown us into prison. And do they now throw us out secretly? No, let them come themselves and take us out. The police reported these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Roman citizens. So they came and apologized to them, and they took them out and asked them to leave the city. So they went out of the prison and visited Lydia, and when they had seen the brothers, they encouraged them and departed. Well, friends, I could not be more on fire to talk about this passage with you. There's a few things that are just so transformational for me, and I hope they are for you as well. 
What we see here in the first um, several verses that we read is the situation where as they were going to the place of prayer, they meet the slave girl who is possessed of a spirit. They take care of that, right? It's, I just love this, the humanity that we see in the apostles because it's like Paul is greatly annoyed with them. <laughs> but he turns, he casts out that spirit, it leaves. And now his owners are upset. The owners of the girl are upset that they're losing their way of making money. So they drag Paul and Silas into the marketplace. The magistrates have them stripped and beaten with rods, inflicting many blows upon them. So that's where we find them. They were put in this inner prison, fastened into the stocks. And so in verse 25, we see, here they are. Just imagine in your mind's eye, Paul and Silas in this nasty prison, fully beaten, bleeding, bruised, bloody, just hurting, right? And now they're in this horrible place, um, locked up in these bonds. But what are they doing in the middle of the night? They're praising and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners are listening to this, right? And then there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison are shaken. All the doors are open and everyone's bonds were unfastened. Friends, if I had been Paul or Silas, I just fear that I would have in that moment jumped up and ran with all my bruised, beaten body could have had in it to leave that place. I would have glorified God that he answered my prayer and released me from this prison, from these bonds. But friends, that's not what Paul and Silas do. They stay. They stay where they are. And the jailer, thinking that they had left, thinking that of course they would have run, is about to kill himself afraid that he would be held responsible for their escape. But Paul cries out with a loud voice, do not harm yourself for we are all here. Friends, oh my goodness, the power of this. We are set free so that we might lead others to freedom. And there's so many applications for this, but when Paul and Silas were delivered from their bonds, they didn't run with that freedom. They didn't leave with that freedom. No, they sought to bring freedom to others. And they only would have known to do that. They only would have had that ability to do that because of the very spirit of God in them and their close listening to him. Friends, so many times I'm afraid that I, maybe you, so many certainly um, in, in the world have seen a situation, maybe an open door, And in the name of Jesus claimed that that open door was his provision. In this case, we see that that's not always the case. He not only opened the doors, he released their bonds, but not so they could leave, but so they could stay and share the freedom that he had brought them with others. That just guts me every single time. But what I also find really interesting in this passage of course, is that this jailer is on the brink in this moment. He is literally about to take his own life. So if Paul and Silas had left, he would have, but they didn't. Though they were released, though they had their freedom, because they stayed, he lived. And friends, we have people around us who are this close to ending it, this close to falling across the, pre- the edge, 
but we have the power in the freedom that we've been given by a glorious father to extend that freedom, to be there, to save them from the brink. And that's what happens. But here's, here's the next part that I just find really wonderful. It says, they brought him out. He says, sirs, how, what must I do to be saved? They told him, believe in the Lord Jesus. They spoke that word to him and to all who were in his house. And then it says in verse 33, and he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. Friends, Luke doesn't want us to miss in this story that this whole time, Paul and Silas, pretty much bleeding out. They are broken. They are beaten. They are bleeding. They are bruised. And yet they are praising. They are singing and they are shining the light of Jesus in a dark place. They are sharing the freedom that has been given to them with those who desperately need it. And then he washed their wounds. Friends, I think sometimes we think that until we clean ourselves up, until our own wounds are healed, that we're not any use to anyone else. But that's not what Jesus is showing us here in this very true real life story. He's showing us what it looks like to praise, to sing, to pray, no matter what valley we're in, no matter what condition we're in, and to serve from that place. You know, I'm a selfish person. In my own heart and in my own flesh, I want to be served. I want somebody to come bind my wounds, heal my hurts, break my chains. But here's the deal, friends. Only God can do that. And when he does, we must share it. We must serve. And we must serve even while still bleeding. We can't wait until those wounds are healed to do what he's calling us to do. But he is faithful and he will heal those wounds. Their wounds were washed and then he was baptized in all his family. And then there's one more part. They still didn't leave. Now even the jailers, the, the police, the magistrates are saying, oh my goodness, we didn't realize they were Roman citizens. We thought they were just Jews. So like tell them they can go. And Paul and Silas again said, no, we're not leaving. Now I'm sorry, would you not take every opportunity to get out of this prison? I feel like I would, God help me. But they didn't. They again said, no, we're not leaving until you come and get us, until the Lord tells us it's time. And so what, what happened? They came. The magistrates came. They apologized and they asked them to leave. And now Paul and Silas received the move of the spirit that let them leave. And they did. They went to go talk to Lydia. And when they had seen the brothers, they encouraged them and departed. They didn't leave a second too soon, friends not a second. I pray that that is the conviction for our hearts today, that we would be so in step with the Spirit that we would not use our freedom as an opportunity to run away, but as an opportunity to stay and share it with others. And if you are that person bound on the edge, look for the light in those around you. There are those of us who have received the freedom of God that want to tell you about it. So I encourage you to reach out to our next steps um, if, if, that's, if that's you in this moment. And I just pray that for each of us that we've let this passage sink in and change us more into the image of Christ. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.